Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is We Have the Title Deed. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. Father, your word is a lamp and a light, Father. We're so thankful for your word that helps direct our lives, Father, so we can live a life that glorifies you. We come ready today to grow in you today on this message. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic. We have the title deed. My friends, when we buy a car and pay in full, we get the title, the title deed. That says it's ours. The same thing applies when we walk in faith. We have the title deed from God. We have it. Let's talk about that today and start in Hebrews chapter 11 in the Amplified Bible, the triumphs of faith. One, now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. My friends, notice, it's not about what we experience in the physical senses. Faith is the confirmation of things hoped for. It's divinely guaranteed. It's the title deed. It's the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2, For by this kind of faith the men of old gained divine approval. 3, By faith, that is, with an inherent trust and enduring confidence, In the power and wisdom and goodness of God, we understand that the worlds, universe, ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. My friends, again, it's not about what we see, the visible things. It's the invisible things. It's an inherent trust and enduring confidence in what God said that is truth. Now let's go down to verse 5. By faith that pleased God, Enoch was caught up and taken to heaven so that he would not have a glimpse of death, and he was not found because God had taken him. For even before he was taken to heaven, he received the testimony still on record that he had walked with God and pleased him. Folks, Enoch walked with God. He had faith in God that he would do what he said he was going to do. Six, but without faith, it is impossible to walk with and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. My friends, notice it's not a half-hearted effort to seek God. It's an earnest and diligent seeking of him. And without faith, it's impossible to walk with and please God. Seven, by faith, with confidence in God and his word, Noah, being warned by God about events not yet seen, in reverence, prepared an ark for the salvation of his family. By this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which comes by faith. My friends, imagine building an ark as big as it was, when it had never rained on the earth. That took faith, because Noah trusted in God. Eight, by faith Abraham, when he was called by God, obeyed by going to a place 
which he was to receive as an inheritance, and he went, not knowing where he was going. My friends, imagine God sending you out. You don't know where you're going, but by faith you trust in God and believe, God, I know you have something good for me, even though I don't know where I'm going. Nine, by faith he lived as a foreigner in the promised land, as in a strange land, living in tents, as nomads with Isaac and Jacob, who were fellow heirs of the same promise. Ten, for he was waiting expectantly and confidently, looking forward to the city which has foundations, an eternal heavenly city whose architect and builder is God. Eleven, by faith even Sarah herself received the ability to conceive a child even when she was long past the normal age for it because she considered him who had given her the promise to be reliable and true to his word. Twelve, so from one man, though he was physically as good as dead, were born as many descendants as the stars of heaven in number and innumerable as the sand on the seashore. Thirteen, all these died in faith, guided and sustained by it without receiving the tangible fulfillment of God's promises, only having seen, anticipated them, and having welcomed them from a distance, and having known that they were strangers and exiles on this earth. My friends, think about the faith of Abraham and Sarah at 190 years old, not having any natural ability to have children, but God said they would, and they did. Now verse 17, by faith Abraham, when he was tested, that is his testing of his faith, was still in progress, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises of God was ready to sacrifice his only son of promise. Folks, think about that, the sacrifice of your only son. But Abraham knew that God would come through with a plan because he trusted in him wholly. 18, to whom it was said, through Isaac, your descendants shall be called. 19, for he considered it reasonable to believe that God was able to raise Isaac even from among the dead, indeed in the sense that he was prepared to sacrifice Isaac in obedience to God. Abraham did receive him back from the dead, figuratively speaking. 23, by faith Moses, after his birth, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw he was beautiful and divinely favored child, and they were not afraid of the king's Pharaoh's decree. 24, by faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 25, because he preferred to endure the hardship of the people of God rather than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. My friends, the pleasures of sins are short and passing. And Moses chose to put God first in his people, even though he could have been rich if he would have fouled in Pharaoh's lineage. 26, he considered the reproach of the Christ, that is the rebuke he would suffer for his faithful obedience to God, to be greater wealth than all the treasures of Egypt, for he looked ahead to the reward promised by God. My friends, we have to look forward to the promises of God to walk in faith and not look at the natural realm, the sense realm, because faith is belief in the unseen realm. 29, by faith, the people of Israel crossed the Red Sea as though they were passing through dry land. But when the Egyptians attempted it, they were drowned. 30, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days by Joshua and the sons of Israel. 
My friends, think about that one. Marching around the walls for seven days and believing they would fall down. That seems impossible in the natural realm, and it is. But God said to do it, and they put faith in what God said, and it happened. Same thing with the Red Sea. Think about a parting Red Sea with a wall of water on each side and having faith in God to walk through those walls of water. See, faith, again, is belief in the unseen realm, not in what we see, not in the sense realm. Let's finish today by again reading verse 1, Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. My friends, it's so easy to walk in the physical senses, the natural realm, what we see, what we hear, what we feel, what we taste, what we touch. But faith has nothing to do with any of those things because it's a divinely guaranteed promise. It's the title confirmation, the title deed for things hoped for. Let's all choose to walk in faith, which is the only way to please God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you taught us about faith in your word, Father. And it totally is against our sense realm, Father. It makes no sense to our senses, Father. But we choose to believe you, to put our trust in you, Father, because faith is divinely guaranteed in its promises. And it's the evidence of things not seen, Father. We choose to walk in your ways, not in the natural realm. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.